0: Welcome to Put This On, Season 2, Episode 37, where we watch Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown, Season 10, Episode 8. And I'm Chris Lorenz, and
1: uh, I'm Brian Houston, Mees and Max.
0: And I believe we have a new special guest. I am Noah Singer. Welcome, Noah. Thank you. I well, don't know if you've been on the cast before. I may have had a
2: cameo about twenty or thirty episodes ago. Well, our
0: constant listeners will maybe recognize your voice,
2: yeah, you might recognize my uh, catchphrase as "yes, and thank you."
0: No problem. We gotcha. <laughs> we'll keep that. We'll keep that as your catchphrase. Thank you. Uh, so this episode or this show, I'm not sure it qualifies as a reality show. I'm not sure why what? we watched it. This might be a quick episode. What did we watch? <laughs> it was bad like yeah. unquantifiably yeah. Just, just bad Anthony I,
1: Bourdain Parts Unknown is I why is this still on the TV
3: I have a ton of respect for Anthony Bourdain mm. his first book is one of my probably a top five book for me this episode sucked he's I mean he's 10 episodes in on like his third show or 10 seasons in on his third show who knows
0: alright so let me give the description of the show okay Maybe we get, you know, a better idea of what we're dealing with. I, <clears throat> Anthony Bourdain, join world-renowned chef, best-selling author, and multiple Emmy-winning television personality, Anthony Bourdain, as he travels across the globe to uncover little-known destinations and diverse cultures.
1: Little-known. That's it. Seattle, nailed it.
0: I mean,
3: other episodes, he goes to, like, Nairobi or some shit. But yeah, um, yeah,
0: there's only like, you know, how many people that live in Nairobi? I don't I don't know, man.
3: Probably I, I know little about it. It's yeah. Little known. <laughs> OK, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. He starts off the episode uh, talking shit about half the population and then talks about how everyone's a serial killer. And he goes to a restaurant that looks very nice. We don't get his review of the food.
0: Yeah. There's nothing yeah. talked about anything about in the show. It's just, like, little interviews with, like, five or six people over an hour that have, like, a s- supposed slice of life of, s- like, the city, which was Seattle this time, which we're all from Seattle. So, like, maybe that was part of it because it, we all know pretty much what to expect. And there wasn't like, oh, that's interesting. They have a lot of serial killers there. For- or, you know... They grow marijuana two hours away from the city. Oh my god, that's crazy! For one
2: thing, that's kind of interesting. He goes explore the food of Seattle. No coffee.
1: Sure. Our
3: coffee is not that great. Hot take. Seattle coffee not that great. Co-
1: compared to what though? Like,
3: I've had better coffee in towns like four mile, uh, four hours outside Chicago. Uh, I I okay,
0: so wh- shots, shots lo- fired at coffee.
1: What exactly are you looking for it's, in coffee,
0: though? It's fine, we don't, we don't need to okay, have a coffee okay. fight we're,
3: right now. We're not right? gonna have I mean, a coffee like, fight. Our our coffee is fine. It's not the
0: best in the country.
1: But I mean, like he brought up a good point that like our coffee is like supposed to be good because like this is the origin of Starbucks. But
0: yeah, but what about them serial killers? Right, uh, we gotta we gotta know about them serial killers. We do not. Know, about Ted the Bundy coffee. was here. That's all we know. And we got to know about this. Really, I don't. Some singer that's like, oh. I don't, like, doesn't live in Seattle anymore. No, he lived in L.A. He lives in L.A., but he was from Seattle, so he got like major play on this episode. Yeah, which is a little I, surprising. I
3: mean, he got major play because he literally sings the theme song for the show. No,
2: right, I got it
3: right. Yeah, but
2: yeah, okay. Uh, but about serial killers, and for those listening, this is kind of how the episode of Anthony Bourdain went. They would talk, and there were so often,
3: serial killers would come back on the topic. He would bring it up quite a lot. Like, you know, it was funny the
0: first three times, maybe. I wasn't funny at all. We're like, serial killer? What are you talking about? Like, I don't know. Like, at least I have no idea where serial killers are from. Like, we don't hear a lot of news about them anymore. Like, other than in,
1: like, movies. Yeah. I'm going to start a Greek conspiracy theory right now. Anthony Bourdain is a serial killer. Oh he shit! He travels around to all these places, kills a couple people, and then runs off to his next city where he's gonna quote unquote fill in his next episode.
0: I mean, they did talk about it in one of their interviews about how we're so close to just dumping bodies. Like you just drive an hour and just dump a body, and no one will find it.
1: Yeah, like all of a sudden, everybody in Seattle's a fucking Dexter. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> Wasn't an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark when the secret ingredient in the chef's soup was people? You know, it I seems highly possible. I have absolutely
0: no idea. <laughs> Noah. <laughs> Maybe Anthony Was 14. it Soil and Green? Was that the name of the episode?
2: Uh, probably not, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if Nickelodeon, you know, snuck in some cultural references that uh, 10 and 11-year-olds may not have been able to pick up on.
3: <laughs> I do know an episode of South Park where that was the secret ingredient. People? Yeah. Oh, was it was that the chili? Yeah,
2: yeah. The yeah parents yeah. Scott, of chili, Scott yeah. yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh I wonder if he's called that because, like, his parents are tender. They're tender men. Um. I don't know. Uh, Deep cuts. Anyway, yeah, back to Anthony Bourdain. Tony, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? Uh, You getting high? That was pretty funny, you know? Getting loose and uh, just getting high? I like it. I like that uh, you had a lady tell you the difference between indica and sativa at a weed store, and you kept, like, a straight face. For all those you know, moms watching CNN, that's uh, about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, so the first segment was like them talking about like tech boys. And
3: yeah, let's be fair. All of us are quote unquote tech boys and all of us suck. You know, I yeah. accept that.
0: We all have a moldy smell according to the people they interviewed. Yeah. And they went to Pacific Inn, I believe, is yep. where that interview Pacific took Inn. place. Yeah, above but Gasworks Park. I don't know if you guys want to have anything to talk about that. That place, I'm like, I'll just bring up the places they mentioned because they didn't even talk about anything about these places on the show. They were just like in them. Right. Like, I don't understand what the point
1: was. If he's actually going to come to like Seattle to talk about food, there are so many better places. Like Pacifica was all right. Like they have stiff ass drinks. Like I have went there before many a kickball match had like one drink and I'm like, I'm fucked up for the entire game. And yet, like, (laughs) like, why are we, like, going, like, there for food when you could, like, be going to Tacos Chukis, which is one of the most countrywide renowned, like, Mexican places.
0: But that's not what Seattle is known for. They're known for their fish and chips, which, you know, apparently the Pacific Inn has fish and chips. Then go to a fucking, like, go to a
1: fucking seafood place. I don't need to, like, go for deep fried fish.
0: Pacific Inn is known for their
2: fish
1: and chips. Yeah. That's why they went there. But but I've never had the the fish and chips there. I've had the fish and chips. Like, it's good. I think
0: it may be like, you know, and a
3: true old neighborhood place that, you know, has good food and remains to this day.
1: I agree. Yeah, that's fair. Uh,
3: Like, at least on uh, his old show, No Reservations, he basically lands in a city, get a guide who's, you know, usually a well-known food critic and the food critic brings them around to their favorite spots in the city, so this isn't like the best food. it's just like you know a couple people's favorite spots.
1: Okay, yeah. I can see
2: that then. but the the one exception of that was going to Nathan Mervold's yeah, experimental
0: I, science kitchen.:
3: We'll come back to Nathan Mervold's. All you need to know right now is he's a piece of shit moving on.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't really remember. We went to Revel next, Revel. Revel, Revel? I don't I've really wanted to go why.
3: Uh, there's Korean food there. I just don't remember
0: what the uh, it's in uh, Fremont. Oh, well, I don't remember what the segment was.
2: Revel, uh, he was talking to the GeekWire reporters.
1: Yeah, and how like the how tech constantly changes and like this this might be a small phase that like burns out Seattle a little bit.
0: These like these interviews are like thirty seconds long. I feel like I'm back watching that like what was that shitty Fox show we watched. Utopia? No, no. <laughs> You're the I was jury here for
1: that one. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, like there's a lot of shitty Fox shows, man. You gotta. Yeah. <laughs> no, the one where
0: they 24 like, Joe Millionaire. <laughs>
1: God damn it, you guys! Not <laughs> open at all. Not helping at
0: all. Uh, it's like that British show that came to Fox, but run by that famous chef. I can't remember. Oh, Gordon uh, Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. The F word. The F word. Yeah. Fuck F that word? show. This show reminds me so much of that, but just like not forced into like this like live hour show it's just like we produce the shit out of this here's like 2 minutes on this random topic and we didn't really tell you much about it so okay so,
1: i personally did like the discussion on like hey like this is the new seattle well how seattle's changing it it is a new seattle in the sense of like oh it's going to be like this way for the next 10 plus years maybe i don't i have honestly no idea but the culture has changed significantly. Yeah. Like Capitol Hill when I like first moved here 7 years ago was a thriving neighborhood like it was very very unique compared to like every other area of the city. And now it feels like n- nothing different. Like it it feels like oh I could just go anywhere and like meet people like me and I don't like that.
3: Yeah, that's that's legit.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, you got a little slice of life, but, like, the way they went about it, I felt it was very
1: boring. Agreed. They they could have talked about, like, they could have went deeper into, like, the art culture. Like, it, it still exists deep into the end and the music culture, but...
0: Or, like, they just did a lot of, like, oh, we ate fish and chips at, you know, that place.
1: Yeah, and then... And then okay. Oh, but even oh, doing yeah, that... Sorry. Even doing
2: that isn't that bad, right? If they went to Pacific Inn and just ate the fish and chips, they could have talked more about like at least give what me they do what it, your first yeah.
0: take is on the fish and chips, right? Yeah. Everything was just very shallow. Yeah, it's like, such a shallow take on anything, right? That I felt like it was a waste of time.
2: I, I I I agree. Like the setups they had put together could actually make a good show.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it can be a decent show. Like it's produced really well. And maybe if it's a place I don't know at all, it's fine to have, like, a shallow look at it. Yeah, I but, do want to like, find... Yeah. I, as much of us are, like, Americans, I feel like even as an American, you know more about Seattle than, like, kind of what they did here. Eh. And, like, what's so unique? Oh, you could buy pot here? Well, you can do that in Colorado. You can do that in California. You can do that in Oregon. Like, do you need really to spend 20 minutes on buying pot, like, in Washington Seattle?
3: I have a suspicion... Okay, I have not watched his shows in about ten years. What if he was just real high the entire time?
0: He definitely high for most of the interviews. When he was eating at
1: Mamoon's with uh, the pot growers.
0: That is the next well, segment. Y- yeah. Well, yeah, we didn't talk about.
1: What yeah. if he was just like high for ninety-nine percent of these episodes? Except now it's like, oh, this place has legal weed. I can get even higher
3: the next level
0: next level high <laughs> yeah I can't make it seem like I'm um, like normal now I have to seem like I'm high so I have to be right. even higher than I usually am so that it comes off that I'm
1: high right exactly it, it's just terrible I mean
0: I mean so they like went through like some family that started like a pot business they didn't really did they say what pot business it was uh yeah. it was uh,
3: the like something something cannabis, cannabis company Walling-
2: I
0: want Hol- to
3: see Holler stuff. Uh, no, it was like, like the family yeah. name. Oh.
2: something cannabis farm,
0: right? Yeah. So it's like these two kids and their like two parents like growing pot, and yep. making joints, and like it was it was, it was a f- just,
3: it was an interesting... That might be the best segment that they had. It was a fun, weird so. segment that you wouldn't see in most parts of the U.S.
0: Yeah, I mean the fact that I mean they gave it more time. Like I felt like they actually gave it time.
2: They should have like, cut out uh, the GeekWire part.
0: Yeah, Did that more was time on them boring. Hundred percent. Like they could cut out the rest of the show for, I don't know, like
2: for all I <laughs> <laughs> I do got to say, whatever houseboat they Airbnb'd on Lake Union, that seems like a pretty good setup. Uh,
3: It wasn't on Lake it, it, This is uninteresting to our listeners, but it was not on Lake Union. We will oh. discuss it later.
2: How, wait, wait no, no, how do you know it wasn't on Lake Union? Uh,
3: it had those big cranes that are by the port of Seattle.
0: It definitely seemed like they were on the south
3: side, like west Sound Seattle
0: somewhere.
2: maybe. Oh, wild. Okay.
0: I don't really know where they were, though. It looked nice. They they did good. Yeah. Uh, and then after they went to talk to the pot guys, they went and did the like science chef guy that Max hates, which I would, he will explain uh, right now.
3: Who here has heard of Nathan Mirvold before? I tell, have not. Tell me what you know about Nathan Mirvold. So,
2: I have heard of Nathan Mirvold before. Uh, what I know of him. If I c- recall correctly, he was a early Microsoft executive. He's uh, the former CTO, yes. Okay. Thank you, Max. Uh, he made a lot of money, as one does when you're one of the first CTOs of Mi- Microsoft. He left and he started several companies, I believe, but one of them uh, does really interesting uh, experiments with food. And he has this laboratory in Bellevue that does these experiments and he gets famous for like... Doing these interesting things with food.
3: Yeah, he's very into this. Uh, I forget what the term is called. Gastromolecular. Ga- ga- gastromolecular, molecular like, gastronomy, whatever. Something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he like did a big book about it in like 2011 that you know is kind of ballin. Here's the problem with Nathan Beervold. He also has a company called Intellectual Ventures that basically patents fucking everything. They will buy up patents. They just, they only get rich off of having patents and then taxing people to use them. And, uh, he's bullshit and everything he does is bullshit and he can die in a fire.
0: Well, there you go. There you go. Interesting. I did find it I kind hope- of cool that they, a uh, different note on the actual show. Sure. <laughs> uh, that they like canned bread. And then when they pop the bread open, it like kind of puffed out. That was kind of cool. Yeah. I would totally buy some, some canned bread if that was it.
2: The experience either was cool, but speaking into the shallowness of the show, he's like, oh, they made these bagels where nothing falls off. And then they didn't go into why nothing falls off these amazing bagels.
3: I have a question. What's he talking about stuff falling off? He's talking about like the sesame seeds coming off the side or is he talking about the toppings? The,
1: to- the stuff on top of the cream cheese. Is
3: this a normal thing that happens to people?
1: No. When you're like going hog wild, yeah, it is. But yeah, just be reasonable your fucking bagel.
3: This sounds like, you know, you know those TV commercials where they're like, <laughs> does this ever happen to you? And like a soda can just flies out of a person's hands.
1: Where did the soda go? <laughs> where did the soda go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like
0: he also insinuated that this bagel was really good, but never outright said the
1: bagel was good. Yeah, right. I I would have loved to hear his take on like Eltana or something.
3: Mm. Uh, yeah. As a New Yorker, his his take on Eltana is not going to be
1: great. That's fine. I would rather hear that, like than like. Well, I mean, I well, want this weird- is
0: not the show to get Anthony Bourdain's opinion on anything. We it's got New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania
3: in here right now. Yeah, that's kind of he, cool. <laughs> he's just
0: being rich, just like doing little things in a city, and I I I don't understand this. I just don't understand the show. Well, it's not ten his, seasons.
2: Yeah, it's not his vocal opinion, but I assume he has creative control over what they do, and so the story arc being that Seattle's changing, there's these tech bros that are changing it, is actually his voice.
0: I mean, that's I mean I have to assume because I don't think that you know somebody our age would be talking about the serial killers in Seattle from 40 50 <laughs> years ago.
2: No. Which is again so strange. He kept harping on. <laughs> now killers. we keep harping on it yeah. because he kept harping on it. Man, domino effect.
0: Uh so after they went to the bread expert, which we don't know anything about cuz they didn't fucking say anything about it. They went to the Taylor Shorefish Oyster Bar. Yeah, Taylor Shellfish. Shellfish. So good I good missed that.
3: choice for the show, it I is think. a good choice. Uh I know on one of his previous shows when he went to Seattle he went to like a place where uh they harvest gooey ducks, which despite the name is like a giant shellfish that sort of looks like a penis. Uh mm. that's, that, that's is it gooey? Uh
0: in what state is it gooey? Like it's originally it's spe- or when you cook it? Okay, or like in between? Do you know how to spell gooey duck? It's G-O-O-O-O-O-O-E-Y. No. Okay.
3: Imagine <laughs> imagine the Pokemon Geodude, but you replace the D-E with a C-K. That's how you spell G- Gooey Duck. Makes no sense, but that's what it is. I feel like
0: enunciating that Gooey Duck is the weird thing. If you said Geoduck, then I'd understand. Sure,
3: yeah. Um, but anyway, like yeah, he seems to always integrate something about Shellfish in the show and
0: Yeah. Well, there it is. There it is. He likes shellfish. I don't really remember what he talked
1: about. Yeah, he went to Taylor Shellfish, also a very good place. Um, I really wish he would have actually talked about the shellfish and stuff instead of just like whatever the hell he talked about.
3: It was more serial killers.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah,
0: they were talking about serial killers with with the locals. Just fucking random people on the street.
3: Well, no, I, I mean clearly these three dudes sort of knew each other. I think.
0: Yeah. They, they struck me as but It was such a brief glimpse into these people that, like, I it made no sense who you were talking to, why you were talking to him half the time.
3: I uh, have you ever watched like another Bourdain show?
0: No, long time ago.
3: No. Uh, his old stuff used to be really fun and cool, and this is just such a fucking regression I don't get it to
2: be fair the, probably what we watch and you tell me if you watch this it was much more of a novelty it would be somewhere like in Indonesia or South Southeast Asia not like even
0: he would go to like Denver and would be like oh that place looks weird and cool I like that so okay. even if he went if the show is all about things that I had no idea was going on just like you know they went to the the people making the bread like canning bread right that was like kind of cool yeah It's such a brief glimpse that you don't know anything about it. That bothers me. Like, I don't like. I can't understand. The show just doesn't make sense to me in its current format. Maybe earlier seasons, it would have been better in terms of like the novelty and maybe they cared more. Like at this point, I feel like they're like, yeah, let me uh, spend like zero time and effort on the show right now because they spent zero time and effort. There is one segment
2: they did spend a little bit more time on. And we haven't talked about yet. That was the virtual reality porn.
3: Oh yeah! Oh, oh I forgot about that. Yeah. That was a weird, funny thing. He yeah. could get that anywhere, but he went to the well, source. Well, the
0: company is here. So. Sure. Oh, do you actually know about this company? No. Well, oh, no. I assume they, they, t- they said the company was here.
1: There are a few like different random porn companies around here. Like I know when I was doing my job searching that like one of the largest like live streaming services is based around here. Not like live streaming services, but like the service that provides like the video technology for those streaming okay. services is here.
0: Like the people that Pornhub. Not they don't make the porn, they just do like the streaming stuff.
3: It's PWS yeah. for porn.
0: Yeah. Essentially. Cool. If you're
2: gonna be in porn, probably better be on the tech side than on the content side. Seems seems a little yeah, cleaner.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you want to be a director or, or like, the cameraman, I don't really see a problem with that. If you want to be, like, the star, then, yeah, I mean, you're probably not a great industry to be in. I'm
2: just just thinking more of, like, decisions on maybe that are profitable, Uh, if you're you're more the technology. Yeah, Uh, that seems... Porn's not that
0: profitable, you know? Most of us, and probably most of the people here listening, probably watch porn for free. So, like...
1: It, but it's unsupported. supported.
0: Yeah, but uh, I, like, how are you getting people to watch your specific porn for specific ads? Like,
1: I mean, it's like acting or anything else. It's just oh, like I, I have this feature set, and then like I'm gonna like. I'm just saying, like the push down to
0: free has made porn not that great of a business to be in. Sure. What about VR porn? Yeah, you have got like what a million people with VR headsets and probably half of them less. on PSVR. So like probably more if you go phone wise, but there's just not enough people. Sure. Yeah. Future wise. Sure. Maybe it's good business to start now. So by the time it starts rolling out, you're good to go. He seemed to like it. Hmm? He seemed to like it. Oh yeah. He was into it. Tony Bourdain. Yeah. Tobo. Is <laughs> there anything that they'd show in the show that he wouldn't be into? Like, are there just a segment he filmed where like he yeah, VR porn? This is shit. Throw it away. Like this is garbage. There have been, they throw this whole segment out? There
3: have been like episodes where like you know somebody gives him some food and like you have the voiceover of him saying, "Oh, this is this was terrible," and then he verbally says, "Oh, this is amazing," just so he doesn't like. But it, it's funny.
0: Yeah, I have to imagine that he could have thought that was shit, and just like played it off as he thought it was great. Who knows? Who knows?
1: I'm not Forget willing to watch any other episodes of this to find out what he did not, not like.
3: Definitely never watching this show again. I will just go back to no reservations.
0: Uh, I'm out. I don't know if there was there any other segments past the my, my notes got erased. Well, there's th-
2: the two mu- musician segments. There's oh, the one with the, with the Seattle bass with the Tech Bro song the guy we and the girl. And I mentioned the tech bros at the right. beginning, but it we, we didn't p- mention it was the song. There's actually a song like called Tech Bros <laughs> by this local Seattle band. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean that song was better than the song at the end, I thought.
2: Oh, the song at the end was No, the song may have been okay. The way they decided to do it in the show
0: It was horrible. weird. Yeah. It, it was just horrible. this really slow like blue. No, it wasn't blues, but it like felt like that's what they're trying to get at and it was just like Then they just did this montage for, like, four minutes.
3: Of, of like, everybody in the show sort of singing along to it.
0: It was... It was uh, weird. It was
2: horrible. It, It was one of the worst things I've seen on TV in a
3: long time. Man, that's rough, but also fair.
2: Well, it's like those... TV made musicals when you are doing the montage song. Usually, it's a reprise of like the main song, Sure. and they go around to all the characters singing their part in the song.
3: Noah, what's your favorite TV musical?
2: South Park: The Musical, the, sh- uh, movie. the movie. Is that
0: is that a TV, TV musical? musical? TV musical. Is that a
2: thing? you better? And you I better would say go, Glee. I would go with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The, oh, that's that's a good
3: call.
0: The, the, the Christmas
3: special. I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna say that's okay.
0: I feel like the Snowman one is better. Frosty the, yeah, frosty the snowman yeah <laughs> frosty the The show
2: the Fr- frosty's good um rudolph i don't know I,
1: I i have a pretty soft spot for rudolph
0: that's fair
2: yeah.
1: all
0: right i i don't know if we have anything else to say about the show it was so bad
1: yeah like i mean all
0: right can everybody agree <laughs> bottom third like this is definitely oh. bottom third like there's no way sorry tony it's bottom third for sure like is this worse than celebrity apprentice
3: No. No. Okay. Would you guys give Tobo another shot on a different show? No. One of his. uh, A show from 10 years ago? Like Real Peak Tobo? Definitely.
0: The fact that you're calling him Tobo (laughs) is angering me. (laughs) That's kind of the point. (laughs) The anger me? Yeah.
3: Chris, I, I love seeing you riled up.
0: I just. This. I really, really wanted to turn this off you so, know, actually, so, I, so
3: much I, earlier in the show. Can yeah. I start calling you CeeLo?
0: No.
1: Oh, yeah. Somebody already took CeeLo. Then you can start saying fuck you,
3: and it'd be unironic. Mm, yeah. Mm. Uh, really, really set you up there, and yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, <laughs> All right. CeeLo Green? All right, I understand. Guys. I
0: said it was already taken. Uh, okay. Uh, I didn't know what you wanted me to say. Do we have
3: any other plugs? Anything people want to tell us about? What have they been watching?
0: What what are they like? How's their life going? Uh, I finished um, uh, Mindhunters. Oh, I watched that. Uh, You know, I don't know. It's just like the slow drama. I mean, it starts building. By the end, I kind of cared. But towards the first couple episodes, I was like, what's going on? I don't understand what the show is about.
3: So I liked Mindhunters. The problem with it for me is sort of they spend a little bit of each episode sort of setting up a real big bad guy. And they do not resolve that by the end of season one. That is true. And I found that sort of upsetting.
2: Yeah, I'm on episode three.
3: Okay. Oh, sorry about that. I mean, basically, that's not too spoilery, hopefully.
2: That's fine. I, I feel like, to Chris's point, it took a while to figure out what was going on. It's like, oh, it's about serial killers like and setting that up at the FBI. Like
0: yeah, well, no, it's about the two... It's about the team that researched serial killers at the FBI. Right. That's what it's about. And it is... You know, there's some shots of the serial killer, which I also thought was really... Like, when they get dig, dig deep into the serial killers, you really enjoyed that. That's but awesome. as the show goes on, like, there's like we're talking about the serial killer the next week. Like he's just not on it. And it's like just Mm -hmm. about these two people. And then
3: how many times have we said serial killers in the last three minutes? (laughs) It's true.
0: We've been talking about a lot about serial killers. Guys. This is getting
2: flagged in the NSA database. Uh,
0: You know,
3: Hey, we'll take whatever listeners we can. (laughs) Mr. NSA, uh, like us on iTunes, rate us all that jazz.
2: Oh, hi, Mark at NSA.
3: Oh, that, that's a good plug, actually. Uh, we saw a bunch of us saw the Disaster Artists oh, yes. last week. Highly recommends.
0: Fantastic. Very good movie. Would I you think say it's, it's the movie of the year? It's definitely top. I don't know if it's the top movie of the year. I haven't done any like, analysis of all the movies that came out this year, but definitely in the top five.
2: It's a good movie. I think James Franco may be one of the best performances of the year. I hope above it, above the quality of the movie m- still be good. Sure, his performance is just.
0: I hope it wins an Oscar. That would be uh, amazing. I don't care which Oscar. I just hope it wins an Oscar.
2: I wouldn't be surprised to get put on for best adaptation.
3: Dude, does this mean they're going to invite Tommy Wiseau to the Oscars this year? That would be great. That would be, be great so if it was so
0: good. Tommy Wiseau and uh Greg Sestero, <laughs> not Greg Sestero. James, James as Tommy Wiseau, just like mm. both two Tommy Wiseaus. That <laughs> <I laughs> would also be pretty good. But I, I kind of so want Tommy Wiseau
1: and Craig Zastier to walk up on stage, and claim that award on behalf of James Franco. That would be great.
0: They do have a new movie
3: too. Uh, it's called Best F Open Parentheses R Close Parenthesis Yens.
1: Are they best friend, friends or best fiends? Who knows. <laughs> They're I Is it advertising for like the red campaign though? Red? no <laughs> yeah the red campaign is like to uh, like the red iPhones. for AIDS awareness yeah it's AIDS awareness and like donations and stuff so like mm. but that's how they like they typically present it is like the parentheses are no they're just no, trying it to has say, nothing to do with are that. they frenemies really?
0: or not you're out <laughs> <laughs> um all right I, I think mean, we should cut I, it off yeah I think that's it man uh Please rate us on iTunes. Uh, you can find us on Facebook.com slash on You can find us on Twitter at WhoButThisOn. You can email us questions at on at gmail.com. You can send us suggestions. Please send us suggestions. Please. We don't want to watch <laughs> any more Tobo. No more Tobo, though. Uh Adios.